Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I know how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Now, I'm one week late, but Apple 2020 iPhone event. Crazy, dude. That should It should be a holiday, honestly. I mean, there's so much hype and so much... Pe- everyone knows the iPhones are coming out, dude. It's insane. I mean, like samsung's new phones come out you know people know but no one cares about the event uh pixels phones come out and people know but no one cares about the event apple's keynotes apple's you know when they host these things every year and this year it's split into like three i think there's going to be another keynote next month for the first uh arm macbook but this year you know one for the apple watch iPhone happened last week, and then later, probably at least, we will see the the first ARM MacBook, which is going to be pretty sick. Hopefully, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, Apple released some new phones, but first, at that keynote, the first new product that they unveiled was the HomePod Mini, which is really cool. And one of the things to touch on really there is the U1 chip. I think this U1 chip is... Apple's secret weapon. I think they're going to do, you know, big things it's in their iPhone now. It's in their iPad. It's in the watch. It's in the HomePod mini now. It's maybe probably going to be in the next laptops. It's going to go insane, dude. I think they're going to really push out some updates in uh, a year or two that are going to truly utilize that chip because they're slowly just putting it into everything and they touch on it just a little bit. But you know, ultra wideband chip, I think it, you know, relates the location between your devices. So, you know, really interesting. We'll see. Also, last episode, I think the audio was pretty good, 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 good. So hopefully this episode's the same, same stuff, nothing changed, didn't touch anything. I added some pillows so that the the sound might echo less. So there's just two effing pillows vibing on my desk right now. Uh, Hopefully that uh, contains the sound. I thought about putting a blanket over me, but pillows are pillows are cool. All right, so you know that in the blanket. I don't know what's happening. I can't see anything, and yeah, just I'm just praying that everything's working. Anyways, it is a leap year. All right, 2020, and that means a new iPhone cycle. And what this means is that every three years, the uh, Apple will release a new phone that's legitimately at least supposed to be new meaning that design of the phone changes so the last one was the iphone x 10 and what they did there was obviously remove the home button make it an entire screen add the notch and you know the stainless steel on the outs on the edges with the glass back and you know that was the design language they kept for the next year which was the 10s and the year after that which was the 11 and 11 pros and beautiful phones those those were beautiful phones but this year they went back to a boxier design like the ipads they've released and back to you know iphone five and four times and you know some people are like oh wow we went backwards but honestly dude i love that rectangular design you know my laptop i have a razor blade 15 which is what i'm using to record this it's also boxy the ipad i use is also boxy so I can't wait. I'm going to be buying an iPhone 11, or not iPhone, iPhone 12 Pro Max 
which is in November, and we'll we'll touch on that, which don't be me. I'm going to give that. So me, I'm an opulent effing a-hole that loves Apple to the you know bottom of my heart. You guys have heard me talk about Apple, greatest company on earth, I say all the time. I love Apple so much, dude. I've been supporting Apple for like seven years now. I've been keeping up with Apple, looking at Apple. Apple is part of my life. Legitimately, you know, I really, really love that company. I, I like what they do. I'm probably maybe I'm biased. I don't think so. I think they're genuinely amazing as a company. They really just they don't give any Fs whatsoever. Like when they do something, a lot of companies the you know, when they release their next product will copy them, right? And Apple obviously copies too, which is fine and good. Um, you know, with the widgets with iOS 14, Android had those for like 500 years and Apple finally got them. But the thing is, Apple doesn't give a F, dude. Apple isn't here, you know, follow just like instantly copying people. They do what they want when they want. And that's what makes them innovative, right? Like next year, they're probably going to remove the port from the, we'll get to that. But, you know, they'll, they don't care. They just do stuff. This year, they took the headphones and the charger brick out of the box and a lot of companies are clowning on Apple now. Hey, our phone it comes with a charger brick, dude, crazy. But, you know, in a year or two, they're also going to slowly remove that, quietly just get it out of there. Apple did it, and now they're going to do it. And that's just how it's going to be, dude. Apple doesn't give a F. They release things when they want to. They do things when they want to. And I think that's awesome. But definitely, I mean, to a little bit to my expense and other people's expense sometimes, like dark mode, I wanted that for 500,000 years and it came out in iOS 13. But, you know, it got there at some point. But, yeah, I really love the love the new designs of the phone. And what Apple did was they released four different models, right? The iPhone 12 mini, which is the smallest one. It's a, it's a really small phone with a 5.4 inch display. It's smaller than the iPhone SE2, which copies the design of the iPhone 6S. And the screen is bigger on the mini though. And the cameras on the iPhone 12 mini are the same as the cameras on the iPhone 12. So it's a really, really good phone for uh, what's... $699 is listed, but that's only if you buy through a carrier. If you're buying an unlocked phone, it's a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it's uh, incredible. Uh, really, really good phone. The smallest and lightest 5G-capable phone, I think that they said. So I think people that love smaller phones, which a lot of people do, a lot of people weren't happy with phones just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. They were like, what the frick is this? And so the small phone, I think is going to sell really, really well. I think that's going to be one of their best sellers. And I think they, yeah, I think that it's going to be one of their best sellers. But that one comes out November 6th for the pre-order. And then the next phone they unveiled was the iPhone 12. This is like the iPhone 11. It's the normal model, the middle middle of the end, you know, the average, most people are, you're going to see this one more than any of the other ones. Um, you know, iPhone 11, it's boxy design. It got two really good cameras. It got the, all of them get the A14 chip, which also unveiled in their iPad Pro, not iPad Pro, iPad Air last month, which releases on October 23rd for the pre-order. Uh, the A14, 11.8 billion chips. I don't want to get too much into specs here because we're not a tech podcast. I'm just a fanatic podcast. I probably could have listed the specs because I watched so many videos and followed the leaks and everything. But yeah, I mean, I watched that event and knew 
all everything. So I watched the event. I didn't really get surprised that much over the event. But yeah, the boxy design and the way the, the colors this year are truly astounding. Like the blue they released on the iPhone 12 and then the 12 Pros as well. Stunning, dude. Pacific blue, they're calling it. Absolutely beautiful on both models. If I mean, everything I own is black. I've moved to this new place and my desk, basically every single thing on it is black. Like when I walk into my room and look at it, it's black. Like there's just, there's no color. Even the wall behind me is dark, you know, dark gray. And it looks really good. I'm just going to say that though. Um, speaking of, might be streaming on Twitch soon. BYT Pixel Hero. Go, go look at that. Um, study with me uh, and probably just a very small bit of like Genshin Impact, which is like a RPG game. But yeah, anyways, to continue with Apple. Uh, so yeah, those uh, were the two phones first and then the Pro model, which is the iPhone 12 Pro and the iPhone 12 Pro Max. The iPhone 12 Pro and Pro Max are really based for their cameras. And so the cameras obviously got really improved. They added a LiDAR sensor on the back of those. And uh, this year, what they did, which was uh, strange to some people, is that the iPhone 12 Pro Max actually has better cameras and a few better specs than the iPhone 12 Pro. And Apple hasn't done this before where they made the, the bigger version legitimately better, better, like added extra stuff into it. But the cameras are uh, much improved. Like there's actually a difference between the, the 12 pro and the 12 pro max rather than just screen size and some battery size, which is a, an interesting move. But I think with like Samsung galaxy S ultra and how they did that, I think Apple was like, all right, bigger phone, more space. Why not throw more into it, do more with it. So those people that are buying the biggest thing, get the most stuff, which will be me because again, big Apple fan, and now we can touch on this. Yeah, so I'm a huge Apple fan, and I have an iPhone 6S Plus right now. So I'm, how many years is that? Um, 6S Plus, 7, is there a 7S? No, 7, 8, 10, 10S, 11. So that's like five or six years. So five or six years, like that's how old my phone is. The battery's effing dying. Uh, I have 16 gigabytes and I'm running out. Like I... There's a chance I waited another year, but I, I don't think I can. Like, I don't think my phone is going to get me through another year. So I think, yeah, copying this year and we'll see. But anyways, uh, that's the looks of the phone and, you know, some camera updates, the processor update, you know, faster, looks nicer, looks different now and camera updates. You know, this is normal. We see this every year. But then what else actually like legitimately changed? 5G, 5G, and 5G. Oh, wait, before we get to that, it's um, Apple split up the release. So the iPhone 12 mini and the iPhone 12 Pro Max come out on November 6th, and then the pre-orders for the iPhone 12 and the iPhone 12 Pro came out on last Friday, actually. So they split it up for like uh, half a month, which was really interesting. A little annoying because I'm trying to buy the Pro Max, and that means I have to wait a long time, but I think it keeps a certain amount of hype, right? So event happens, huge hype. Again, everyone, everyone knows about Apple's event and a lot of people tune in. A lot of people watch the recaps because Apple presents everything so well. It's so beautiful the way they do the entire keynote. And I was, the last keynote wasn't as great in my opinion as the, um, iOS 14 reveal unveil keynote was, 
like the the footage and the pre-recording stuff that they had to do because of the rona and this one though wow dude they did amazing this keynote was shot beautifully and and truly truly amazing i really loved it really good and uh for everyone that didn't watch it if you watch a recap really good but yeah so anyways the event and then that hype is still there because the phones are going to come in pre-order in a few days and then the pre-order starts and the hype goes up again and then people will start receiving the phones and the hype goes up again because you see the youtube videos and everything and then so the hype will start going down however in november the the next pre-orders come out and then hype goes up again and then people start receiving the phones and then youtubers start reviewing the phones and the hype goes up again and so by december by the um black friday months by the uh, gifting months people keep that iphone and apple on their minds and the marketing is although annoying it, it does keep it in your mind and you know i keep thinking about like november november 6 november 6 november 6 because like i have to get up uh, i wake up at five in the morning and the pre-orders in my eastern time is going to be eight in the morning but i have to refresh that page to make sure like i don't have to wait four months for my phone i want to pre-order it early so i get it as early as possible uh but yeah, I don't know, really, really, really good marketing. So, you know, that's, that's take a note. Are you business people? Take a note for that marketing. Anyways, how much actually changed? So 5G, 5G, and 5G in America. Um, Apple talked a lot about 5G in their phones this year, and that's probably like the biggest, biggest thing that they were marketing this year. Verizon, they brought the Verizon CEO up and they talked about 5G a lot. And so if you don't know what 5G is, the fifth generation, F, that's what 5G stands for, of cellular data technology. So basically you have 4G LTE now, and it's just a faster version of that, actually a cracked version of that, like it's a lot faster. But, you know, there's a difference, there's like millimeter wave, and then there's uh, like medium wave, I don't know how that's called. The millimeter wave is like crazy fast speeds, like absolutely insane speeds. And then the other 5G versions are a little slower, still still a lot faster, but slower than the, the millimeter waves. And a lot of people are saying, you don't need that right now, because a lot of the cellular companies, it, they're rolling out really slowly. It's really hard. Millimeter waves have so many problems with them, and they need to be more towers and this and that. It's complicated. But so you're not going to get the fastest, fastest thing yet because, you know, companies are still rolling it out and it's really hard. And so a lot of people say like this, they're marketing this thing, but it's not even like a real thing yet. And the thing that I think a lot of people do understand this, but people that just want to hate and, uh, you know, say X, Y, Z about Apple, you know, they're haters, effing losers, dude, I can't hate on the best company, freaking Android users, probably maybe pixel users, even worse. I'm kidding. But, um, you know, these, uh, these phones and this 5g, at least you have to understand Apple keeps their phones up to date for so long. Like I have this like 500 year phone and I still got iOS 14 on it, right? Apple updates their phones and makes sure that you can use your phone for a long time. Like, yeah, of course they want, they would love if you did upgrade every year, they get money, but they also are okay with you not upgrading every year. They're okay that you, you keep your old phone. They're okay with you you know, using that for a long time. And they, they encourage that, you know, of course, some people, oh, they slow my phone down. Sure. I still think that that's okay. Considering your battery would get demolished. Otherwise, I don't know, man, people would complain about that. Then I don't, people like to complain. I guess that's more of the story, but 
Yeah, it is true though. You don't need 5G right now. Like not important. Like don't go buy a new phone this year for 5G. Don't do that. Horrible idea. But again, future proofing. Like people that buy an iPhone, very few of those people are like, I'm going to buy a new one next year again too. I don't even do that. I don't think I'm going to do that. Uh, but I'll touch on that in a second. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. But uh, it is a, when you buy that iPhone this year and you don't upgrade for four years, like in four years, in five years, in even three years, I, I recommend upgrading every three years, 5G is going to get bigger and bigger and wider and wider and more usable. You have to future-proof yourself. You buy the phone now so you don't have to buy one later because this one's good. It's you know a, a good time to buy, especially just to get a new phone, and then you'll, you won't be missing out on much probably over the next few years. But, you know, it's for future proofing, right? And another thing that they added was this thing called MagSafe. So there's a bunch of magnets in the back of the phone where the wireless charging coil is, and you can stick a magnet charger onto it. So like the old MacBooks had this magnet charger on them, and now the phones have that. So you can slap this thing on it. It's 35 bucks, which for Apple is actually pretty reasonably priced because I think they re really want to push this thing. And, uh, you know... It's really cool. Charges your phone, 15 watts. It's uh, awesome. Really, again, really cool. And uh, I would love to buy one, but I have a sworn promise that I'll only buy cables from the company Nomad. And so I want them to release a braided version of it that's black because Apple's version is white, of course. And although I'm really tempted, I don't want an extra cable because, like, it's not like I can give that to anyone. No one else is gonna be. No one else is gonna have an effing MagSafe thing. So or MagSafe phone in my household that I can just give it to later. So yeah, I think uh, I'm going to hold off until Nomad releases a black braided version, which hopefully they do and uh, sooner than later. But I think they're going to probably come up with some other accessories. Anyways, magnets, magnets, magnet, magnet. Apple loves magnets, and they make a lot of things with magnets. There's a bunch of magnets in the iPad Pro, like a lot of magnets in the iPad Pro. And now the iPhones have the getting some more magnets as well so cases and stuff it's gonna a lot of accessories are gonna pop up and you're gonna see a lot about magnets on the phones i'm 100 percent sure but yeah uh also that 5g the millimeter wave stuff is only in america other other countries don't get the the 5g like that but anyway some of the cool features that i was looking forward to this year didn't happen um touch id on the on the power button which they can do that because they did on the ipad air obviously and then 120 hertz screens they didn't add those stuff but if by next year i'm still wearing a mask because of the dumb rona then and next year they introduce the touch id into the phone then yeah i'll probably trade my phone and use apple's trade-in program and and you know get another one because I, I would prefer that touch id if again i'm still wearing a mask if masks are gone i don't care if you know, the Rona's gone, don't care. And yeah, then it's fine. Hopefully, hopefully that's the case. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want, I mean, I would love to, but I don't need or want to buy another phone in the next year after I buy this one. But yeah, we'll see. Um, But other than that, Apple, uh, for the Touch ID, Apple is looking to do more of a full screen Touch ID thing. Like, so you've seen the ultrasonic Touch ID, like touch sensors, like fingerprint sensors and uh, Android phones. Apple doesn't really want to do like, here's one spot on your phone that you need to specifically put your thumb on and then it scans your finger. They want to do it so like, 
the entire bottom of the screen, just put your thumb on it somewhere, just anywhere on the stupid thing. And it'll, it'll scan. And it doesn't need to be specific where you put it, just put it, throw it down somewhere in the general vicinity of the bottom of the screen, instead of like in the button. So I think that's what Apple's gonna keep pushing their technology for. And then we'll see touch ID. So that might be in two years. But also with the MagSafe, so the magnet charges the phone, right, that magnet charger. And so what next year, Apple is trying to do is remove the port, the charging port from the iPhone. And some people, this riles up whenever things get removed from the phone. This year, they removed the earbuds and the, and the, what do you, how do you say, frick, and the charging block. And a lot of people are upset about that. And so, all right, this year, it's a little bit understandable because it is a new cycle of the phone. And I don't know how many people have USB-C charging charging block so this year okay a little bit annoying and i can understand that but i think in general it's a solid move it does help the environment it keeps the cost of the iphone the same really good you know i think it's fine okay suck it up man suck it up (laughs) and also usb-c chargers uh, i do recommend if you don't have one and you are going to be buying a new phone this year Um, go to anchor look at anchor great company they make beautiful great chargers i need to buy one of them soon Uh, a dual USB-C charger thing for my ipad and my phone so i can plug both of my nomad cables in there it's a lot cheaper than what apple's going to give you for their 15 watt charging block um yeah go look at anchor Uh, great great charging company but yeah for the next few years in the iphone that seems like one thing they're going to do touch id is another thing they're going to do and I don't know what else they're going to do. They're still working on the Apple Glass stuff, which is like AR uh, stuff. And that actually gets into my next point. So I'm going to stop talking about Apple. And I think that after I talk about my next point, we're actually going to we're actually going to cease. We're going to we're going to stop after that because I talked about Apple for a lot longer than anticipated. Also, I do want to say before we uh, before we move on from this Apple thing. So I'm going to buy an iPhone 12 Pro Max, as I said. And with that, I'm probably going to record a video version of my uh, podcast with it. And so that's one of the reasons that I want the, the extra cameras. And that and I like bigger phones. I have 128 gigabytes, everything. The iPhone 12 Pro Max, I love the love the design. I love everything about it. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Um, however, do I recommend that anyone else buy an iPhone 12 Pro or Pro Max? No, please don't do that. Do, do not do that. Don't spend $1,000 or $1,100 on your phone this year. If you're going to upgrade, which again, if you have an iPhone 11, do you need to upgrade? Not at all. You, you don't. You're going to be fine for another while. If you want to wait for the next refresh cycle, the next leap year, so 2024, you'll be fine. You'll be completely fine, 100%. However, uh, if you love that boxy design like I do, then yeah, go ahead and upgrade. It is a, it's a really good time to upgrade. Any any of the new cycles are always a, a good time to upgrade, in my opinion. But the the twelve pros, they're just it's not worth it. The cameras are extraordinary, extraordinary on the twelve and the twelve mini. So I highly recommend that everyone buy those instead. If this stainless steel look matters that much to you like it does to me i'm not i'm not saying that judgmentally because i'm one of those people then yeah of course you know do what you want if you don't feel bad if you have the income and the you know it's not bringing you or hindering you to do it go ahead do it dude i mean again apple's getting more money i love the company i'm supporting the company so of course you know give them your money right but um but yeah i highly highly recommend that you look at the 12 instead of the 12 pro and the 12 pro max Honestly, the processor is the same. The camera is 
it's not as good, of course, but it's still extraordinary for what most people are using it for. The batteries are pretty similar. The speakers are going to be pretty similar. It's just a smaller phone, so, I mean, a little less there. Uh, it'll probably be more comfortable if you have normaler-sized hands. I have bigger hands. I shuffle playing cards. And so, you know, if you're buying a new phone this year, I highly, highly discourage buying an iPhone 12 Pro. You're just spending 700 400 more dollars for, not 700 300 400 more dollars for or 200 300 more dollars or it depends on if you're looking at a mini or a 12 uh between 200 and 400 more dollars than if you just you know got the other ones like there's no there's no reason for most people unless you're like a even if you're a professional photographer you you have cameras you don't need your phone um but it's just uh yeah i i don't recommend or encourage anyone to actually go get that iphone 12 pro don't be like me don't be stupid and uh you know get the get the 12 it's still a beautiful phone absolutely incredible phone and it's more than enough for most people's needs except for maybe the 64 gigabytes you might want to upgrade your storage by one but other than that buy an iphone 12 not an iphone 12 pro max or 12 pro again don't be me i'm a hypocrite yeah man i talked about that for so long i think we can knock this out real quickly though so the next thing I want to talk about, I watched Axel World recently. I might have mentioned this. Really awesome anime. Loved it. And one thing that that story highly is dependent upon is AR, augmented reality. And it got me thinking about that argument, you know, of uh, not argument of VR and AR, but just like the hypotheticals of VR. You know, you hear about VR getting bigger and bigger. And at one point, our humans just going to be a bunch of skin sacks laying on their effing couch and they're going to be detached from reality and they're not going to know what's real and what's not real because they they got fully immersed into VR, you know? And, you know, at what point is that going to happen, right? And that would suck. And I think, personally, augmented reality is so much better than VR, right? Um, if we use augmented reality we're just adding an interface to reality it's i think it's so much of a better idea and so we don't get detached from reality and it'll give like i said reality an interface or repeat myself sorry but you know you have menus on your screen you have a timer on your you know just vibe in there and i guess no one else could see it but people you'd be swiping through you know things in front of you you wouldn't even have to look down that said, I guess driving would still be at that point, you know, augmented reality at that point, self-driving cars are being completely actualized. But, you know, augmented reality, I think, beats VR so much. And so, you know, I, I think augmented reality is going to go crazy. And one of the biggest examples and one of the biggest arguments for VR, uh, or at least one I can think of, is being able to call someone and being able to speak to someone and be in the like same room as them. So if you're talking to one of your relatives who lives in Australia and you're vibing over here in the States, then you know you guys can be in the same room with VR. But I think with augmented reality, what we can do is you can just bring them onto your couch and they can bring you onto their couch, right? And I think AR is giving the benefits of VR without the possibly catastrophic consequences of VR. And I'm sure there's consequences to AR 100%. But man, dude, I think AR is just 80,000 times more cracked than VR. And I think AR should be the future. And I think VR should be a stepping stone to that. I think when we could add interfaces to reality and, uh, you know, one day these companies are going to replace your phone with those AR glasses, you know, when we can 
bring the apps just in front of you and we can bring the apps not on this little rectangular device which again beautiful like i truly think that iphone 12 pro and max that i'm gonna be copying bro by the way that pacific blue color was so tempting if everything i owned wasn't black i would have bought a pacific blue iphone bro oh my god truly beautiful but the uh the black graphite is still gonna look absolutely hot so anyways sorry so so much iphone stuff i'm really enamored with that company but yeah when you can bring apps and do your snapchats and i don't know how pictures are gonna work i guess that would be a problem but when that happens uh, oh man bro it's gonna go dummy absolutely dummy uh crap ar ar is crazy i still i don't know if i'd ever get into that i still i do like the phone stuff i don't know man i guess watching axel world got me really interested in it so we'll see Overall, though, AR is greater than VR. Like, that's the biggest point. Now, since I made it so long after, I didn't think I'd talk about Apple for that long, honestly. But I did. And I did it pretty eloquently, so that's a little scary about how much I care. Um, uh, I was going to talk about batteries some more. Like I said, lithium-ion batteries. Oh, I didn't say that, actually. But yeah, the only downside about, like, the only real downside is that Apple's still using lithium-ion batteries. So is everyone else. Lithium-ion batteries suck balls one of my favorite rants, but I think I'm going to have to save that for another day. I talk about graphene and solid state batteries in the future. But yeah, I think I talked a long time about those two things. So we're probably going to cut it here. I did write another story for my blog that'll be going up, that went up earlier this week. So hopefully I'll be narrating that in a week or two in an episode or two. So stay tuned for that one. I think it's a, I think it's a really good story. And I think it's uh, really ambiguous in what uh, what morals you can pull out of it, what uh, you know, what you can learn and get out of it. So hopefully we'll be hearing that soon. Other than that, I think that will be all for this episode. There goes thirty minutes of a bunch of Apple ranting and talking. Love Apple, dude. Love Apple. I highly recommend you guys do buy an iPhone twelve or twelve mini this year, and then you'll be set for another three years. Touch ID not having that kind of sucks, but other than that, shouldn't be a problem. One twenty hertz is cool, but honestly, doesn't change anything. That's where we'll end it. Thank you for listening to Seriously Funny, hosted by me, Mashnor Kabir, and you know, please like, share, and support this pod support and you don't need to support you're listening to this is support enough so if you got this far you've supported me enough i don't need donations or anything um which you can do there is a site for this podcast where you can donate but anyways uh thank you for listening and most importantly i i do hope that you continue to listen by pressing the subscribe or follow button whatever you have on the platform you are listening on and sharing and rating this podcast please do those things for me to spread the word and maybe this episode was a little bit less interesting to the to people that aren't tech nerds out there but you know i even then i not even tech nerds i didn't even talk about the specs of the phone but you know thank you for listening before i keep rambling on i love you i will see you next week where we talk about no idea we'll figure out next week huh see ya thank you once more